morning. This is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast. And um, Father, thank you. Thank you for another day. I feel like today is going to be one that I will um, have plenty of opportunity to rely on you in. Um, which, if I'm being honest, sounds absolutely awful. I had no desire um, to get up today, but I know you have a plan. So I am thankful for it. Thank you for the breath in my lungs. Um, please be with those who are who are still fighting off sickness. I know um, I pray that you be with Penny. She's fighting off pneumonia. Um, got another friend who is battling upper respiratory issues. And I woke up this morning with some very serious, uh, not really serious, just rather heinous sinus issues. Um, I mean, I was fighting a sore throat all day yesterday, so yay. Anyway, I thank you so much um, for our health. Um, And I pray that you just help us to all heal and bounce back. Um, So I thank you. It's just, it's that time of year when it goes from 70 degrees outside to 40 I think and they're calling for snow today which is lunacy it's just uh, it happens so anyway I thank you Lord for this day I got into the book of um, I got it I started listening to Psalms this morning which are always beautiful David's writing is just I don't know it, it makes sense as to why he's called a man after your own heart. Um, because, yeah, it's it's beautiful. So, I don't know why I started there this morning. Um, but that's what I got into. And then, of course, we need to talk about judges. Um, I can't remember what chapter it's in. It's the one that follows Gideon. And it picks up at his son, Abimelech, Bilmech, I don't know. I, I butcher names quite well, but Bimil, uh, I don't know, Milichek, I don't know, something like that. Milichek, um, anyway. So, I remember Gideon saying that no one would be king, right? Like he and his son would not be king. Well, guess what? He dies. His son goes on this mission to be king. Convinces people. Gets a really crappy ragtag um, army together that it even says is very un unorganized and like just they're they're just awful. And he takes over and he goes and kills his brothers. All except for the youngest, um, which he, the youngest, um, prophesies, starts screaming from far enough away that he doesn't get caught and killed. Um, you know, that if, if you have made him king justly and that you, you dealt rightly with my father's house, then you did what was right because, you know, I can see why he, he should be king. But if you didn't do what was right and you didn't deal justly 
which they didn't, or you wouldn't have had him, he wouldn't have gone and killed all his brothers. Um, then you're all going to be cursed and you're all meant for destruction. And so time passes and I believe it's Gal, G-A-A-L or yeah, I don't remember exactly. I'm sorry. I don't have it in front of me, but you know, Lord. Anyway, so this other foreigner comes into town. Um, and kind of starts popping off at the mouth, really, about, like, why should we even follow this guy? Like, who cares about him? And, you know, I could get an army together, too, and, like, take him down. This was in a pub, I'm sure. Something along those sorts, like, they were just out. The leader of the city, because there was... The guy had taken over as king, essentially. And so the city leader heard him and went and told a Milicek or a, 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 it's A.B. Milicek. I don't know. Anyway. A Milicek. There we go. That might be closer. Milicek. Lord, can I just say these Hebrew names... Whew. Help me. Anyway. So. The false king. Decides to ambush them in the field. Right outside the city. The guy runs away. The foreigner. Escapes. He still lays siege to the city. Which is quite awful people hide in a tower and this guy is so evil the son of Gideon is so evil that he goes and cuts down branches of trees and he tells all his soldiers to do the same thing and then he puts the branches inside the tower as far as they can get them knowing that there are thousands of people there's like a thousand men and women I'm assuming children in there too that weren't counted um and they burn them to death, which is awful. And then this butthead, sorry, Lord, he continues his conquest um, to other cities, which I'm not sure why. I can only assume that he was chasing this other guy. Comes to another city with another tower, goes to do the exact same thing. And finally, a woman drops a giant stone from the roof and it lands on his head, crushing his skull. And this guy, this son of Gideon, is so awful. He deserved to get, like, he deserved to have it said that he died by the hands of a woman. And I'm still going to say that he did. um, Because he would not have lived through that wound. But he had his closest guard member stab him, like, run him through with a sword um, so that he could say that he died by the hands of a man and not a woman. Pretty sure it's not going to matter where he went, but... Yeah. And I just. Stories like that. True stories like that. Serve to remind me that the spirit of the Antichrist has been in the world since the beginning. Or you would not have evil. True evil like that. I mean, because that is. That's just. 
That's pure evil. And it comes from men not following you. It always, always, always comes from a void. A God void. And they fill it with this anti-God void. And I know biblically you call it, I mean, it's Antichrist. Um, that's the, the name of the spirit that Jesus, that's what Jesus called it, if memory serves me right. And we, we know that in the end days, the Antichrist is going to rise. Um, which is why I feel like it's also important, Father, I pray that you help me to really dig into the prophecies of the end days, right? Um, to teach our kids, because if they don't know, then all of these things are going to sound so good, right? Like, I know that in days, the Antichrist will rise. He'll bring about a one, one um, ruling order. He's going to unite the world, which I know we're, we're trying, (laughs) we're working really hard. We're forgetting some things that shouldn't be compromised. And, um, there are compromises being made that are moving us in that direction, which is just scary because if you know what you know, you know that, um, the world can only be united under Jesus Christ. That's the only way it's ever going to be successfully done. And any other way is going to lead to death of hundreds of thousands if not billions of people you know hitler wanted one world rule too um and we see how how he tried to get that um but you know on paper he's gonna look great he's gonna unite the world he's going to help israel because that's what would convince baby christians because you know if you don't know He's going to look really good. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 a mess. And so I pray that you help us um, as Christians to not be lazy, especially now, um, knowing that regardless, you said the end was near before you left. So I know it grows increasingly more near each day. Um there was something I found. There it is. It's a quote. I know well that when Christ is nearest, Satan is also... Satan also is busiest. So when Christ is nearest, Satan also is busiest. Amen. Um, there's a lot of truth to that. So, yeah. And sanctification grows out of faith in Jesus Christ. Remember, holiness is a flower, not a root. It is not sanctification that saves, but salvation that sanctifies. And that was Charles Spurgeon, who is always fabulous. Um, And that's so important. I think that, oh, Lord, I know I get all caught up. Oh, thank you for that blue jay. It's beautiful. Anyway, I get all caught up in being good to make it into heaven right 
And that's just not... That's not going to work. But I think that's one of the enemy's lies, though, because it's something that he knows how to get at each of us. He knows. And I'm very much a doer, a list maker, a acts of service kind of gal. That's that's my love language. So that's how I express my love to you um, by doing what I think makes you happy and by doing what I think are things that I'm doing for you. And in reality, there's nothing I can do for you. Like you are, you are you, you are infinite. And uh, the best thing that I can do is like get out of your way and just be open to whatever you prompt me to do. And that's so hard. It's so hard. And we've, I'm not going to lie, we've been struggling lately, Lord, with, you know, the same-o, same-o going on, what, two and a half years of mess. Um, that very much feel like Looking at it from the world's perspective, we should, quote, just get over it. We should just get over it and just move on and all of these things. But then at the same time, when it still still feels like a knife to the gut, to this day, it still feels like a knife to the gut. Father, I didn't know that woodpeckers would eat bird seeds, so... That's cool. Um, but anyway, it still feels like a knife to the gut, Father. And especially yesterday. Yesterday was unusually hard, which is so unfair. So unfair. But this world's not meant to be fair, right? Never was. Um, and we trust you for our vindication. We trust you for all of it. We know... We know that while what we're doing is hard, it's also right because you know what's necessary in order for us to do differently. And until you say jump, I'm not jumping. And for you to have given me all these verses so long ago about keeping my mouth shut Which, quite literally, when you're standing in the fire, is the hardest, the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And you did it with me. I know I didn't do it by my own strength. I know I didn't. There's no way. Because I still struggle with it today. And there is no way I'm doing that on my own. It is solely by your grace alone that I'm here and that I haven't behaved what eye for an eye tooth for a tooth right and all of it I feel like the kindest thing I could do was to remove at least one silver tongue from the fight 
because it wasn't it wasn't going to help anything. It was just going to make it worse. Hurt people, hurt people. And I'm still hurt. My husband's still hurt. And I mean, we're... It's a process. Some days are easier than others. And I do feel like... Yesterday, like this week, it just... Kind of stirred it up again. It's like a, a wound that gets scabbed over. And we're waiting for it to be a scar... I'm looking forward to seeing a scar. But it's just it feels like it still has a scab and every every opportunity somebody comes by and just rakes it off and lets it bleed out all over again. And I don't think that it's something that is malicious at all. It's a lack of caring, I feel like. I don't think it has evil intent. I think it's a selfish lack of caring to not for a second consider the other side at all. So anyway, Lord, I thank you for those that you've kept in our lives and those that you've allowed fill some of the void that had been left in our pruning I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for the world I know it hurt I know it hurt and I know it still hurts but what we've gained what we've gained is what tells me that this is you you're in it and so I thank you I thank you so much for that I pray that you continue to be with us. I pray that you keep my husband safe as he travels. I pray that you help me just in navigating your word and writing it on my heart. And our world, Lord, it needs you so much. And I pray that you help your children, your children stand firm in the truth and quit Quit allowing themselves to be lied to. Yes, you are love. There is no denying that. You are love, but you hate. You do. And that's not saying that I should hate. That is, which, I mean, you do say to hate what you hate. But we've, in our culture, became somehow buffet-style Christians where... We just pick over your word and we take what we like and we leave what we don't. And we act like what we don't like doesn't exist. And that's not the path to heaven. Again, that wide and narrow gate, Lord, I'm convinced. After years of it haunting me, I'm convinced that I finally, I finally understand it. And I thank you. Oh, thank you. And I pray that you be with my child, that you help him to not fall prey like like Gideon's son. That we lead by example. That we do so in a way that, that he goes through that narrow gate. That he does 
go to heaven because there is not a single thing in this life I'm not willing to give up if it means keeping heaven I'll give it up there's not a single thing in this world that I'm willing to risk my salvation for I will put a lot on the line but not that not my trust in you not my place in eternity with you it's so messed up the way this world works the things that we as just humans in general the things we have the ability to convince ourselves of and somehow justify all the justifications lord that we make you know (laughs) you i have no doubts in my mind you sit there and shake your head at us so many times myself included i've justified some really stupid stuff in my day some really stupid really stupid stuff what's even worse is the things i didn't even bother to justify at least justifying it trying to justify it was acknowledging that i was i was screwing up right at least that was a you know obvious conviction from you that i was trying to fight against the things that i didn't even bother to justify those were some of my worst the things that i didn't even think i had to justify like mainly because my cult our culture didn't didn't force me to didn't there were we don't have these conversations like jewish culture where you go and you you argue um the torah and you do it and you put it in context of your daily life and whatever and you argue worldviews and all these things and you don't it's not a conversation out of hate it's a conversation out of growth like we don't do that in general we don't we don't have conversations that is something that's not allowed anymore and i'm so confused by it because how are we supposed to learn how are we supposed to grow how are minds and hearts supposed to be changed if you never open your mouth and i know i know that talking about jesus is very important but i also know that you lead by example and that your actions speak louder than words and living right and all of those things are so very important i know that but anyway it's all just so very complex and i just thank you lord that i don't know that i'm even trying to be honest because i'm very tired i'm worn kind of getting sick right now and it feels awful to wake up in the middle of the night and like feel like you're suffocating it was so much fun so i thank you um i thank you that i wasn't truly suffocating i thank you that you gave me another day to hopefully hopefully lord i hope to not lead someone astray and to i don't know help someone else see that this this is not it's not easy it's not supposed to be easy we're gonna struggle following christ does not mean i'm gonna have perfect health and just happy-go-lucky laissez-faire lifestyle it's it's not the case if anything it makes things so much harder because if it wasn't for christ i would be sitting in my sin and let me tell you sitting in it is so much easier 
and walking away from it and listening when God says move, especially when it's in ways that you don't want to. When it costs you things that you held dear, things that you never thought you'd be asked to give up. Now, in the end, I know it was for my good. Sitting on this side of it, I would do it again. Still hurts. But that's life, right? That's life. Jesus, I just... I need to say that I, I love you. And I love your kids. But they are so hard to like. So incredibly hard to like sometimes. So I just pray that you keep working on me. Please. Pray that you be with me this day. I thank you so much for your love and your grace and your support and your guidance. Oh, and your mercy because, yes, I need it so desperately. I pray that you have me do what you would will me today. Keep me focused on all the things I need to get done. Got a lot still. <laughs> Yesterday was good, though. I thank you so much. You you knocked it out. Um, and I pray that you help me to get over whatever this is going on sooner rather than later. Of course, keep my husband safe as he travels. Thank you so much for him. Um, Lord, I'm still praying for, for a new job for him. And I pray that you lead him in that. Help him in that, Lord. I thank you for all that you do and all that you've given us. Oh, and Blue Jays and coffee as always. In Jesus' amazing name I pray. Amen. So, get the word. All of it's good at this point. I would suggest Matthew or Luke. Uh, I really like those. And if you want to go Old Testament, I would I would start with New Testament. Not going to lie. I would get to know Jesus first and then go back and get to know his roots and get to know God um, more fully. At first, the Old Testament feels so harsh and at times unfair. It's when you dig deeper, when you pray as you read and you ask for guidance and you ask for help and understanding that new things come to light that you don't you maybe would not have thought about before so just get in the word get in the word get in the word um because there is a real there's a battle going on there is a war it's a spiritual warfare out there um constantly going on and it's getting worse at this point i don't know that we're winning the war to be honest judging by the world I don't think we are, and it's sad to see, but I know that God is good, and I know that he has a plan, and I know that all of this is part of his plan, but we got to stand up. We got to know what's going on and what he says in order to be able to do anything for his glory. So, I love you. May the Lord bless you today, and yeah.